Hey, what's up? Thanks for tuning into 2M Creative Labs, the podcast. This podcast is for those looking to learn, be inspired, and find wisdom in others' story and process as they execute on their passions. This episode features street photographer and self-proclaimed Instagrammer Dennis Burnett. Better known as Menace 204, he's a Winnipeg street photographer aiming to show his city and document the people in it in a way that isn't often seen. We talk about why he doesn't market himself as a business, catering to your Instagram audience, and the difference between inspiration and plagiarism. Hope you learned lots from this. I know I did. You looked at your phone, so I thought like you're about to like talk about the questions. Like I'm gonna pray like during this podcast. So. <laughs> Not during this podcast. This podcast is religion free so far, but we'll figure out where it goes after. Sweet. Um, all right, let's get started. I'm just gonna do a little uh, to get the audio in sync. Um, I'll probably do like a quick little uh, pre-roll on the on the after show, but I guess uh, first of all, let's get an idea like who are you and what you do. I'm Dennis. I do Instagram. <laughs> I take pictures of BMX, of people in the street, of views of Winnipeg from rooftops and that type of thing. Nice, nice. I've always, like, I hear a lot of people, actually, like, when I was working, um, they're, they're all, like, you know, following on Instagram, like, with Winnipeg, and they're always telling me, like, oh, like, you're this Dennis guy, like, he's just shooting some really cool stuff, and I, I don't know if you know that kind of thing goes on around, but, um, yeah, like, you know, I really Every like his stuff, it's, really like, super, like, like, in the street, and just, you, you don't really get to see those perspectives, like, really up close and personal kind of stuff, so, when I heard about that, I was, like, it was literally the same day that we went out and shot. I was like, nice. I'm going to go out and shoot with that guy, like, literally <laughs> 10 minutes from now. It's funny that you're talking about him. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. Uh, how did you get started with, uh, I guess, you do Instagram and take photos of BMX? Yeah. How did I get started with? Yeah, like, with, where did that kind of start? Uh, photos came from BMX. I yeah. was a BMX video guy. I picked up a camera when someone else stopped picking up a camera to be, like, the BMX video guy. And then photos was just... The photos was never supposed to stick. It was just supposed to be temporary to learn what aperture was and learn like what depth of field was to learn like what all these words were to make my, uh, to make my video better essentially. Mm-hmm. Once I realized how fast photos were done, never, never looked back to video. Was it just because it was convenient? It was convenient. It was fast. Um, I'm not a wealthy human. My laptop is not state of the art. So filling up, like my laptop filled up really fast I'm working with external hard drives and just all this stuff it was just too much photos is good it's one and done boom photo go home edit for five minutes ten minutes done yeah yeah print it put it on a homie's wall <laughs> that was the thing like back like people I guess people would print actually photos because there was no Instagram yeah I have, yeah. I have a lot of friends BMX friends that have uh, prints on their wall that's, that's only awesome. a recent thing though. that's not like in lieu of Instagram or anything oh okay okay that's cool and then Instagram like what sort of spread that on I know you're a big non-Instagram like we'll get into that I hate that. Instagram now I fucking love Instagram for a while how's language here can I swear perfect <laughs> <laughs> yes absolutely we should have gone, on over, gone over some ground rules perfectly fine to swear like, if there's any weird topics definitely let me know good it's tough I'm trying to talk and not swear <laughs> I'm tough to like I have a hard time speaking off my feet to begin with, so like yeah. taking swearing out of the equation is yeah, yeah, tough yeah. in the third rule podcast. Yeah, super tough. Yeah, I could imagine. And it was a long cast. Crap, and heck, it was tough. Oh, it was it was curse free, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah, because he didn't know who was who'd be watching or whatever. Anyways, um, 
Instagram. I started posting like photos to Instagram because like I was learning photography with my camera. Mm-hmm. I uh, I wasn't posting any BMX video, but like once I started taking pictures of whatever random things, I started posting on Instagram, and eventually my Instagram just became like photography based, and people yeah. saw me as a photographer, and I kind of marketed myself as a photographer for a bit, and, mm-hmm. which people believe unless you like scroll further down, basically <laughs> <laughs> like my real life, which is still there. I've deleted some stuff that like might be deemed inappropriate or offensive. Perfect. Because I was a young shithead too, but uh. Yeah. So you just kind of fell into it? Like, yeah, yeah, 100%. Interesting. Uh, it was around the time like Instagram was really blowing photography up too. So yeah. like people like Yoshi Grams who were, who were making an impact, people like Kyle Shepard who was making a huge impact at the time. Uh, and, like I noticed them and kind of started doing the same thing in my own way. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, yeah. A, lot of, a lot of people doing big landscape and cityscape stuff. Right. And I always just tried to do something different. Yeah. Did you, you didn't want to, I guess, like, get in with that kind of style? or Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess in the beginning, I did take a lot of trendy photos. Right. You scroll back, you'll see me with, like, a flashlight scrolling up at the Milky Way or something. Really? <laughs> really? But, uh, yeah, it wouldn't happen anymore, that's for sure. There's a lot of stuff. I mean, it's, it's hard for me to scroll down your stuff because there's a lot of yeah. photos. And you, you do post a lot. Yeah. For sure. Like twelve hundred, I think. Mm-hmm. It's absurd, but it's 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 good because you're always getting stuff out there, right? Um, yeah. So you did fall into it. Like I feel like, I don't know if this is a thing. Like people mostly fall into as a photographer because of Instagram. I'm not. I'm not sure if that's just something I'm noticing, or maybe because like I I feel like I fell into it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, everyone has Instagram already, right? Mm-hmm. Like whether it doesn't matter what you do, like everyone has the app, and everyone is exposed to so much photography now. So like, yeah. People take one good picture, they think they're a photographer, and it's just everywhere. It's yeah. hard not to fall into it. It really is, yeah. But now you hate it. <laughs> <laughs> now I hate it, yeah, because yeah. it's not the same as what it was. Like anything else, it, it changes. It built up to be something great, and now it's not something great anymore. Mm-hmm. Like I, I had my time where I spent like a good year, maybe two years, like meeting a ton of people, making friends, um, and now it's just different. Now it's like, it's a lot more fake. People are not as genuine people aren't trying to make friends they're trying to make partners they're trying to find someone that they can step on to get to the next spot or whatever is that really what it feels like kind of to me yeah Yeah. that's why like i'm not a professional and that's why i like kind of step back from everything it just doesn't feel as genuine like i have more fun going on walks with people uh than i do going i'll have more fun going on a walk with one person and just like shooting the shit with one person yeah then like going to a network meeting an instant meet and and it's more for like the growth or yeah yeah and you don't know why people are there people are there for all different types of reasons and like which is fine i'm like not even hating on that because some people are trying to market themselves and get their name out there but it's just like not what i'm trying to do yeah as soon as i bring the business side into it like i stop having fun which is like why i don't make money i try i don't want to say i try not to make money but like I'm not going out of my way to try to make money. I don't say no to opportunities, but like, I'm not. You're not marketing yourself to. I'm not saying, hey, come to me and like, I'll do all, I have all your photo needs. Like, no, that's not me. Interesting. Because yeah. you take this completely different, like, flip side approach from everybody else. And I think that's, that's always hard. I find when 
you, well, I guess I want to start making money off of it, like actually make it as a living, but also there is that concern of like, where does the fun start fading away? Yeah. Like the creative, the creativity starts going away and it's becoming more of a business. Yeah. You know, like how can you make your business actually still be passionate and yeah, it's tough yeah. and I can't, Yeah. I, I just don't think that I can. Like, mm-hmm. like I have a job and I like my job and it's not my passion yeah. and I have a hard time like just intertwining those things like it works for some people and I'm super envious of those people but like it's just not yeah. <sighs> I can't do it yeah like weddings like weddings are stress if I had like more fun shooting weddings like maybe I'd be maybe I'd have more of them and I would be making more money doing that but like there's stress yeah. yeah like I'll do them for friends and family because like it's fun mm-hmm. like I'm there and I know everyone there and I, it's easier to take pictures of people you know and like get in their face and take the type of pictures that I want to take yeah um yeah, I feel like if I took on every wedding that was thrown at me, like I would be catering to them. I would be doing what they want to do. And like, I need some kind of art for me. Yeah. And it's the only thing I do. So like the creative freedom, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. I like, I've been trying to get into the wedding space and obviously like looking at what people are doing. And I feel like that's something that I hear a lot is like, I don't know if I'm getting a lot of my creative control into this whole thing. Like even just not even weddings, just regular like client work where people will look at your Instagram, like, I like the way you do this. And then you go and actually work with them and it's, you lose a lot of your vision. Yeah. And it's really hard to like fist the cuffs with them, you know, like yeah. I want, I want to do it this way and it just doesn't align. Like, I, I don't know, like, I obviously want to market my style as a wedding photographer, very similar to how I actually shoot. Yeah, it's not trendy. It's not like no, it's tough. Right. You're like more of a darky, dark, darker, moody guy. Yeah, uh, like I want to shoot moody weddings. Like, yeah, it'd be tough. Make people look like they're brooding. <laughs> <laughs> shooting like just for the highlights and having dark shadows like is not a typical wedding look. Exactly, it's, it's tricky. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it can work. You can definitely make it like a little bit mysterious and mm-hmm. like, I can I can see some shots already like I can see like a, a veil shadow and you know maybe just some red lipstick like I can see some shit but yeah but it's true not a lot of people want that people think like mm-hmm. bright white happy green right? exactly like, the thing all the time yeah yeah it's not how I would want to shoot either which is a nice thing about being a second shooter and I'll be a second shooter anytime like if you can mm-hmm. if you can market yourself as a second shooter who only does like the particular candid stuff and like and you can find a couple that can afford a second shooter, a second shooter yeah. um, to be their creative self. Like, I think that's the ticket. Like, if I could do that, that'd be cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, that would be something I would jump to every time. I will keep you in mind. <laughs> yeah, man, you're in your second shooter. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and that's the thing is that's, I think, something that I want more of is people getting really creative and, like, focusing on what their artistic style is and yeah. a lot less on the whole trendy thing because, like, that's... I mean, I guess it's just me, like, it's overplayed, it's, you see it a lot, and there's no way of separating your artistic vision from everybody else's, and, like, again, when you turn it into a business, you want to market yourself to what sells, because you're trying to make money, and trying to make a living, which I totally get, but to then market yourself as that moody, like, creative, like, really dark space will not, (laughs) it's so hard to sell, like, I got, I got lucky. Like, they're like, we like your moody style. Can you do that for a wedding? I was like, what the heck is wrong with you? Yeah, it's first amazing. of all, right? <laughs> like, do you really? 
not want to have somebody like shooting like all these bright like happy moments and yeah. you want you guys want to look brooding on your big day you guys want to be you planning for your divorce already <laughs> gotcha yeah yeah but no i totally get it yeah how is i don't know if you've worked uh, a lot as a second shooter like how does that kind of feel like do you get in touch with them and like trying to figure out like what works for both of you or do you just do your own thing um i think I've done four writings. I can't think of what one of the months right now off the top of my head. But I've only been a second shooter for one. And it was my very first one. And it was my friend. He approached me when he already had his first shooter set up. He is a skater. Uh, he's, he's a co-worker. We're roughly the same age. Um, so he, like, knows who I am. Uh, yeah. He's worked for me in kitchens like he was my employee at some point. Nice. Um, but he knew that I was getting into photography. This was maybe 2016, I think, when I was like just getting into it, like really like trying to meet people and trying to do all these different styles. He knew that I shot with a fisheye. He knew that I like canned it and he, he invited me to like come and do my thing. Or no, wait, no, I asked him, I approached him. Okay, he was getting married and I approached him. I, and I, I said, let me try to shoot your wedding. Um, I want to do it like how I'm going to do it. Like I'm going to bring my fisheye. I'm going to like try to get some hilarious stuff or whatever. Like don't even pay me. Um, that was a mistake. Uh, <laughs> man. man, was that a mistake. That was super stressful. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no kidding. Yeah, I can't even remember where I was going with this. But, oh yeah, I remember your question. Now. Um, I asked to do this wedding and he already had the first shooter set up and I didn't know the shooter. I didn't even meet him until like we got there that day. Right. Um, but because of the way I wanted to do it, like I didn't want anyone to talk to me. I wanted to be a fly on the wall. I wanted to like basically not exist. Like if, if people didn't know my name by the end of it, like that'd be a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was easy in that sense. It was the type of thing where like if anyone wanted a shot, it was the type of thing where I would say like, go to him, yeah. go to him. He's doing the shots and he did all the group shots. He did everything. And I just did candid stuff the entire time. Like, kids it's not sitting still on the side or whatever it was like super laughing or setting up or being uncomfortable in the hall like i got all that stuff all the real stuff yeah um so we didn't really work together a lot Mm -hmm. i think the one time we tried to set up something like in the exchange walking across the street or something i just completely misunderstood and i just blew it i messed up everything so i just like stayed off yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) let him do his thing stop trying to pretend that i was a wedding photographer (laughs) because it's tough, man. First wedding, it's tough. Let me tell you. <laughs> I don't. I don't need to do this, right? Man, I'm so nervous. Right oh my god, it's fine. It's fine. No, but like, I get it. Like, well, in a way, like, you get that feeling of like you're pretending to be something that you're not really faking it till you make it. Faking it till you yeah, make it, right? Have and a hard time with. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's it's like I mean, confidence, just in general. I feel like goes a long way. Obviously, you still have to show up yeah and actually get those shots in which i assume you did yeah right yeah i gave them 900 photos they like my photos better than the other guys photos that's what i'm saying <laughs> that's I mean, maybe they just said that to me but i mean yeah. and they did give me money at the, at the end of the day too <sighs> that was a stressful wedding yeah <laughs> what i'm thinking about right now why it was so stressful is because i lost their photos uh my hard drive with all their photos on it crashed at some point and i lost them and i told them they're gone like I can't do anything. No. There's nothing I can do. Um, ten months later, I wound up just like trying something and like wound up getting the hard drive working. Holy and, like, shit! Got them their photos ten months after the wedding. Ten months. Oh my god! So like, and then they paid you. Yeah, they paid me like the day of the wedding. No way. So like, 
just the fact that they paid me and like I for ten months I hadn't given them anything like fuck <laughs> <laughs> the worst thing. I can't believe I shot another wedding after that. I was like, gonna say that's great, man. I guess this is like where, I, where like my tainted view of my biased view of weddings come, comes from because my first one was like terrifying. Yeah, like all these horrible things happen. Of course, yeah. <laughs> and I didn't even try to take on a lot. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. So then what kind of went into it, like, did you come out of that thinking, like, the day of, it's just like, you know, I could do this again. Like, I could, yeah. I could shoot more weddings or, like, maybe even turn this into, like, some sort of side thing. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, thought it'd be easy. I learned to always take the next day off work because <laughs> it's, like, a 12 or 14 hour day. And it really is. Literally. Yeah. The only part that's hard is editing. Like, you have so much editing to do, and I edited mm-hmm. every single photo. Like, sure, you can, like, batch edit, but, like, I, I tweaked everything, and I was, like, nice, pretty gung-ho about editing at that point. Yeah. Because um, Instagram, whatever, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In my later weddings, I didn't edit as much. I just kind of let the moments be what they were, and I didn't have to, like... Tweak a whole lot of stuff, yeah. yeah. Do all this, like, painting and vignetting and changing point one of an exposure yeah Yeah. all these sliders and stuff yeah Yeah, didn't need to do it as much interesting (laughs) (laughs) not gonna let that happen to me (laughs) yeah back up Uh, back up like three copies i've heard of people bringing their laptop to the wedding and like backing up just like like, backing up literally that's what i was thinking about mine is like you get to a location shoot and then like throw it in like put it away and like do it again you know kind of thing but yeah put it in a safe yeah, and memory cards. Throw it in the safe. Lock it up. Throw it in the trunk of your car or something. Yeah. It's yeah. Scary. It never happens again, right? Mm-hmm. Have to shove it back up three times. What I've learned. Yeah, three times. Three three backups, right? Yeah, one of them should not be at your home. That's a tip I learned. Really? Yeah, like you could have your sh- like all your shit backed up, but like, what if your apartment burns down? You should have like an online backup somewhere. I'm gonna have to figure out my whole cloud backup, uh, <laughs> yeah. my backup system here. Yeah, I need an. I'm not even that safe, man. If my apartment was burning down right now, I'd be losing everything except for, like, this memory card. Yeah, whatever we shot today, right? <laughs> part of that, like, part of that almost seems refreshing. <laughs> yeah, actually, that's an interesting view on it. It's, like, a nice reset yeah. would be interesting. I mean, you've got cats, though. I have what? You've got cats on there in your building. I have cats, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Reset. Yeah, that'd be horrible. Yeah. But, like, the photo, photo-wise, you they'd know. make it out. Yeah. Well, one of my cats would. One of the three would make it out. Very nice. The other two would. <laughs> one of them's a hood rat. <laughs> one of them we found outside and like still probably wants to live outside. Oh the yeah. The other yeah. two are little bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiled little house cat. I mean, you, you did this to them though. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Spoiled. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> Do you like the editing process like more than the photo side or? Uh no. I think when I started, yeah, because yeah. like. You would take a bland photo and make it something great, but now I'm more mm-hmm. into getting a great photo. Yeah, I think um, I edit very little now. I care so little about editing that, like, I shoot in JPEG. I shoot in RAW and JPEG a lot of the time. Maybe you don't. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I save everything. Like, I shoot RAW and JPEG. So I shoot a, I get a RAW copy and I get a six megabyte JPEG file. Right. So it's not a tiny JPEG. It works. Certainly works for anything. Uh, online mm-hmm. and I just send them straight from my camera to my phone and then I edit like that uh, unless it's like something that I really want really want to make it to a print or something and I know I will if it's like yeah. recently I th- 
the only recent photo I can think of that I edited on my computer, I edited the raw file, is a photo I shot of a table for 1200. I got a, I got like a sky shot of that. Um, and that one, like it was a landscape shot. So you have sky yeah. and foreground. I needed to bring the shadows up and you can't mm-hmm. do that with a JPEG. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just don't care. Interesting. I'll just, yeah, I'll try to get it in camera, right? If I, if I want to, if I think I'm going to have to bring the shadows up later, I'll just bump my exposure first. Like, um, I do edit, but like Lightroom on my, on my phone. Yeah. yeah. Just like a couple things, boom, 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 done. This is the most interesting like photographer conversation I've had because you're the one that like just like, doesn't give a shit. <laughs> but like that yeah. detachment, I think, is huge. You know, like not yeah. being so attached to the whole process kind of gets you moving faster. Yeah, I I'd like to think that I do my thinking out in the street and not sitting down at a desk, mm-hmm. and my brain is not as fluid as most people's brains. Or solid or gas or whatever it has to be um so uh sitting down and to focus on something i get so Just distracted and yeah i don't know i can probably tell i'm fidgety and my eyes go everywhere. no i, was I just, just have a hard time like just sitting, sitting down, down right on something. Yeah. yeah it was much easier like walking around like chatting yeah yeah but even then you were really trying to figure out like shots and yeah. stuff like that right yeah yeah talk to me about like street photography and kind of how you developed that skill i guess it's it's hard for me like i i'm learning a lot just like every time we go for a walk i'm learning something new but like for you like how do you kind of how'd you kind of develop that like you have your own influences or like just what uh, what things you're looking for like how like the i guess creative process in terms of improving you know um, stuff like that i think i'm i think i'm different all the time people say that i have style but like i don't know i feel like i'm different all the time um the thing I'm thinking mostly about right now, and I have been for a while, is I like, like we were talking about earlier on the street, like I like to see how a photo was taken. Mm-hmm. Um, so like a lot of shots you see, um, like you're just walking by a person and like, I'll take a shot like this. Yeah. And then you have like that angle of the person and they're just like, they're just walking. They're looking down. Maybe they have something in their hand look at their phone. They're carrying a drink or something. It's just like, there's that same composition yeah all the time and like i can tell by looking at the photo like that the person walking by i can tell by the height of the camera and everything i can tell like how you took the camera or how you took that photo maybe you had a fold out screen um if it was shot on film i have a little bit more respect for it already because like you probably shot it blind you probably Mm -hmm. shot it without looking at anything if it's digital i can assume that you look down at your screen and you, you framed it um i just don't appreciate that as as much as a that's something different. Say you had someone doing jumping jacks across the street and like a bus went by and you got them like through the window of the bus or something. Like I would appreciate like that split second, that eye, you had your focus set up, like you were ready for that, like a hundred percent. Like I like seeing, seeing and trying to figure out what went into making the photo more than anything. Right. So when you think about it like that, like I don't give a fuck about editing. Like you, Editing will not change that photo at all. Like, you've got that moment. Like, it can look dark and moody. It can look happy. I don't think it's going to change that photo very much. Not to say, like, light won't change the mood or tone of a photo or whatever, but... We'll went into it. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm more interested in that. And I won't see, like, the happier darkness to it. Um, Yeah, so, like, we were talking about earlier, I, I think about, like, the sleight of hand. Like, I appreciate... I appreciate when people can be, be invisible. 
like there's lots of different ways to shoot. You can you can engage with people. You can talk to people. You can like be a friendly person on the street. Um, but I, I I respect and I appreciate the invisible type, the the short lenses, the 28s, the 50s that like can get in someone's face. I can get like this close, three four feet, like your minimum focus distance sometimes, like which mm-hmm. is like a foot and a half. Um, and get the photos without without disrupting the moment, without ruining the person's day, yeah. without anything, just being invisible. Like, oh, for sure. That's what I like. <laughs> Interesting, yeah. No, I, I think I get it. Word. Word. Um, so you like the process. Like, do you want to see the process? Like, the behind the scenes? Yeah. yeah. Um, like Bruce Gilden, like we were talking about earlier. Um, his shots, like, he likes to show like the motion of the street and like you can tell in his photos um you can tell that like the flash was really high because of like where the shadows are and you can tell like if he's really low the guy was like he's tall he's six foot something six foot four six i don't know uh he's tall so like you see a a short woman on the street and you see like the camera angles really low and the flash is really high like you can just picture that he was like in this crazy position when he took the photo like i i see that when when i look at a photo i don't see like I don't see that, like, maybe he should have had his flash lower, so, like, the highlight on her nose would have been nicer. Like, that doesn't matter to me. Like, I'd like to see him. <laughs> you want to see him actually doing this? That's so interesting. Yeah, that, yeah, that's what's interesting to me. Yeah. No, that's really cool. Like, I've because I've had a couple people, like, in some of my photos just kind of, like, was this a drone shot or, like, something? I'm just trying to think, like, how, where did that kind of conclusion come from? Someone thought you had drone shots? But I don't have a drone. I don't own a drone. And I've never taken a drone shot. I wouldn't really mistake any of your shots. Right. And and like to see that kind of, to have your mind kind of go into like how somebody took that photo, I think that's a lot more, that is very interesting. And getting that behind the scenes is cool. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you can shoot like straight down from a building and just like rotate the photo. And it's like, whoa, <laughs> Josh Yoshigrams did that a long time ago. And really? I was like, where the fuck are you standing? Like, it looks like you're standing like in the middle of the intersection. He's like, oh, I just turned the photo. I'm like, oh, like, oh, I feel so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, it's cool. Um, do you ever feel overwhelmed like when as a photographer, even just doing BMX or something? Like, what do you do? Uh, do I, sorry? Do you ever feel like overwhelmed or like, I know you're feeling kind of like fidgety now and yeah, coffee like, has got me fidgety and yeah. just a fidgety person. Um, like things like shooting weddings or things just like going out and like, or like, I don't know, like if you ever get the feeling of like you needing to put it, put out content, I know you're not really marketing yourself as <laughs> anything and you're just doing it as a hobby. And I that, definitely, I definitely do get overwhelmed. Um, probably never for any good reason. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's like why I hate Instagram so much is like, why is this app that's not doing anything for me really? Like mm-hmm. maybe a little bit on a social level, like I have some friends from it, but like other than that, like it's not doing anything for me. Um, yeah, I get overwhelmed for nothing. And sometimes I get, I think I get bored more than overwhelmed. Yeah. I get overwhelmed that like I'm bored, like I should be going out and to create, but like I'm just not into anything. Like, I get more of that. Yeah. Then I do like, overwhelmed like i don't really feel any pressure um weddings sure it's it's hard to speak to that because i've only done a couple weddings it's not like it's something i do regularly Mm -hmm. um i definitely was overwhelmed with wedding editing that's like why i haven't done it in a while right i'm overwhelmed thinking about the wedding that i have to do in two months because i know i'm gonna have to go through 2000 photos from that day but it's also nice you and me both buddy yeah when is yours uh august like first week of august third it's in August too. I don't know when. 
Yeah. We're not shooting the same wedding. I should probably figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that'd be hilarious. That would be hilarious. That'd be so comforting. I, mean, I think that I'm going in as the only guy right now. So yeah, if yeah, you're going yeah. in and you're being the other two guys, then that's going <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So you get more bored than you do. I guess you don't have that. Again, I think it's the nature of not marketing yourself as a photographer and just letting it kind of live as a... Yeah, as its own entity. I'm not a business. Like a lot of, I'm not an April. I'm not a Daryl. I'm like not trying to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just a shit out on, on, on the internet. Yeah, uh, I've always called myself an Instagrammer, not a photographer. Like if I'm trying to sell myself to someone, yeah, I'll say a photographer. But like most of the time, I say Instagrammer. Interesting. Yeah, I'm just a social media guy. Yeah, and I can see why. <laughs> yeah, no, no. You, yeah, I saw that uh, that article on the on, on oh, the CBC. CBC. Yeah, that yeah, was, that was good. Cool. One. Yeah, that was, that was fun. fun. I. Uh, I went to yours right away. I, like, I, need, I need to see what Dennis says about nice. this because like all these fucking Instagrammers would just say they're photographers. Yeah, and like I need to see like Dennis's. There's a realness to it, and that, and also that detachment. I think is why I find you the more fascinating out of like that. That band. I'm not saying like those guys aren't great. It's just it's that's a different take on. Yeah, I guess like the craft. They just have more in common with each other mm-hmm. than I do. Yeah, like April and Liz are very similar people. Mm-hmm. Um, Paul, you can compare it to Kyle, and me, I'm just harder to compare it to anyone, I think. I would like to think that I'm, like, hard to compare to anyone. I, I would like to think so, too. In my head, I would think Tony and Josh are the only people that are really super comparable, but then, like, yeah. those guys have their fixed styles, whereas, like, mm-hmm. I can't decide which of the five styles that I like to shoot. Right, yeah. <laughs> which, is, which is good, because it kind of maybe alleviates the boredom a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. That That's, like, an overwhelming thing sometimes, is, like... Mm-hmm. How am I gonna? What am I gonna post on Instagram? Do I keep it all street? Do I keep it all rooftops and cityscape stuff? Because that's mm-hmm. what everyone loves. That's what I. That's what I get likes for. People do not like street stuff at all. Um, I've noticed. I was looking at your feed and I was like, "Why are people not liking like all these little moments? Like, these are fucking sweet." <laughs> I I took one in Toronto. Like the primaries, like two people walking, like holding each other, and they both have blue jeans on, like the same color of jeans. They look like they're in a three legged race almost. And one has red <laughs> shoes and one has yellow boots. And I'm like, this is like hilarious. And I like love how I got their strides perfect. Like I love this photo. <laughs> like no one. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> is that is that like? make you feel any weird way or like make it like, a bit different yes and no i catch myself like feeling a weird way right like that's what i said like it it overwhelms me and like annoys me but like it shouldn't yeah right like that's why that's why i'm detached like fuck it i don't care i'm just gonna yeah. keep posting it anyway you didn't like it all right maybe you like this one all right i'll post another one today fuck you guys yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah i think i posted like three photos a day for a couple times in mm-hmm. toronto and now i'm just uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah no because that's what that's the one part of that article that I really stuck out to me is just like post whatever the fuck you want yeah. it, along those lines I don't yeah. even I don't know if those were the exact words that you Definitely said they would not let me put that but I, like but, but yeah but it was very <laughs> that's how I feel but it was very yeah exactly and I think that came through and that's why I think it's very interesting in that way because I get in my head it's like I don't know like I know people don't really they're, they're maybe, they might be looking for big like landscape like travel photos or something from my feed but I want to post a portrait that I just took like recently and I thought I was like super happy. Or, like, I want to post something old or like something just completely different. But then I was like, I don't know if it's going to fit the grid. I don't know if it's going to get likes. Yeah. It's, it, you get really angry. It's tough catering to all the different types of people you have on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Because like, and, and it's tough being a business on Instagram 
when you have people that you know following you because you want to post to your friends and your family and people that'll get like your portrait. Yeah. Um, but you also want to post stuff that'll sell to the other people. You don't want to like, you don't want to dilute like the stuff that's going to make you money. Yeah. Just to like show your personality. It's like, ah, oh, it's so fucking tough. Yeah. It's like why I back out and like the, why I don't want to like be a business and like, I don't want to think about all these things. I just want to go mm-hmm. take a picture and have, like have it be sweet. Yeah. You like it? You want to put it on your wall? Cool. Like, Come hang out and I'll tell it to you. It's a good approach, I think, because it, yeah, that's something I'm trying to figure out is becoming a business, actually. I I sell prints to people, but it's like on like a Kijiji level, on like a bro level. Like, yeah, like I'm going to do a run of prints. Like, you want anything? Cool. And like, I'll come drop it off at your house and like, we'll we'll shoot the shit and like go for a walk or something. Like, that's how I do business. It keeps it fun. Mm -hmm. Keeps it stress free. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, I like that. See, this is this is why I wanted this conversation. It's just like I need a completely different twist on photography, a uh, completely different twist on Instagram because it's very much like I can see why I'm starting to hate it. Yeah. <laughs> right. And like for your stuff, I, I know I know like you're trying to figure out like why people keep saying that you have a certain style or whatever. But I think it's that detachment. I think it's that fact that you're more invisible and just kind of capturing the moments without being disruptive that I think that really comes through. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> <laughs> It's cool. It's cool in that way. Yeah. So like in terms of the boredom thing, like how do you kind of like what do you do? Like do you just try different stuff or uh like I just don't shoot. Yeah. Um, I pretty much bring my camera with me everywhere I go. I bring it to work every single day. I haven't used it at work. I've used it at work one time in my mm-hmm. job. I've been there since January. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I just don't <clears throat> shoot. I don't mm-hmm. force it. That's a good way. Um, lately, lately I've been like not shooting as much on roofs too. I haven't like done any new spots. I haven't found any like new vantage points or anything lately. Mm-hmm. Um, so doing the same, getting to a spot and like it kind of being boring, no extravagant sky, no reason to shoot. I kind of just don't. Yeah. Um, and I just plan, f- I, I've been planning more for shots. That's a good answer, is I've been planning more for shots. Um, like I was talking about earlier, I, <laughs> brain, that's okay. <laughs> Let it out. <laughs> um, say the question again. Like for the boredom thing, you know, like I know you said that you kind of just don't force it. Yeah. Right, and you were saying how you do bring your camera to work, but okay. So lately, lately, how I guess I've been dealing with boredom and like evolving also is planning more shots. Yeah. I don't force it. Um, I'll plan a shot. So like, I know the sun is going to come down, like we were saying earlier. That like the sun's going to come down Portage at this time of year at this time. Like, you're getting ready for those moments. I'll plan for that shot. I'm not going to go up to a spot that I've been up for sunset over and over every time of year i'm not going to see anything new mm-hmm. the only thing that'll be new is like if it's a crazy storm and there's crazy clouds or something that'll make it unique yeah. um the most unique thing i can find is the sun so that's what i'm tracking now I'm trying right to, trying to take the spots that i already know and make them look even different Interesting. just because just that's the only thing that people aren't doing yeah the city's like blown up and there's so many people that are creative it's so hard to like find a hole and like do something that things aren't doing i actually had an epiphany last night which i'm not going to talk about yet but like i want to get into some some stuff 
<laughs> keep that in my mind. Keep that in your mind because I'm going to ask about it for sure. Might be like a new Instagram account. I might like, yeah, I might come up with something. Ooh, I'm excited. Yeah, that was like the first thing I was really passionate about for a while. Happened last thing. Yeah, but it's too soon. Too soon. You don't want to talk about it on this cast. No, next question. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> on a topic of new of Instagram accounts and stuff like that, um, and we were we were talking about. Um, you know, like posting the stuff that you want, posting the stuff that you want your people to see, but also trying to figure out how do you squeeze in things that would sell. I know you have two accounts, at least. I don't know if you have any more. Like the Dennis Shoots BMX. Yeah. I have three. I have one that no one knows about. That's fair. <laughs> and, um, yeah, me too. And <laughs> it's like, I don't know, like, does that make sense for you in a way, like, to separate them because you don't want to mix your BMX stuff with your street stuff or just, like, your foot creative photography side with your BMX thing? Like, how does so how I, did that come I, to be? I had friends, like, criticize me for making that BMX account. Really? Yeah, like, I don't want to follow two accounts. Um, I don't, like, why don't you just post it? Like, just, just post it. It's you. Like, just post yeah. all your shit. Like, yeah, sure. And I stand by all those things. Just post whatever you want, sure. But I did that for BMXers. Like, I still say I'm a BMXer before anything else. That's the culture that I belong to for my entire life. Or mm-hmm. for, not my entire life, half my life. I was 16 when I got a BMX. I'm 30 now, so it's like, it's been with me for a while. Yes. Um, it's not going anywhere. I'll always be a, be a, I'll always be a BMXer. Um, it's like where all my best friends are at. The, the wedding I'm shooting in two months from now is a BMXer. Um, lost my train of thought again. What were we talking about? Two separate Instagram <laughs> why, why you separated Right, and I got criticism. Um so yeah, I did it for the BMXers. I just did it so like BMXers knew that that's what I wanted to do. Then they wouldn't have to scroll all the way down my Instagram to like see BMX shots, a photo here and there. Yeah. Um, I wanted to encourage riders to get out more. Um, I wanted there to be like a reason because there's not a whole lot going on in BMX in the city. There's not anyone putting on contests or anything. Like it's just like you buy a BMX from a shop and you go ride at the park. Like that's it. There's nothing fun for BMX happening. Um, since RepSet has kind of taken a step back, RepSet, <laughs> RepSet, <laughs> uh, is like, that's what it is. Yeah. It's a BMX thing. And they were, it's, it's like one of my best friends, Corey, uh, has done RepSet for a long time and he was doing contests for a long time. Now he runs Floodway Print Co and he has an almost two year old. So like he has life going on. He's not taking care of the BMX scene like he once did. Right. He's not fathering it like he once did. Yeah. Fathering um, something else. Yeah, exactly. So I feel like, I feel like having that definitely encourages guys to come out. It gives them a reason to come out. For sure. Um, I wish they did it more. I wish they didn't have to drag them sometimes. But like, yeah. I'm not riding. I'm not at the park like doing tricks, getting people motivated. Like I'm there with my camera. Just, that's cool. Yeah. No, that's that's actually really. I I've always appreciated that space. I suck at it, and I would never. Well, I don't know. I just don't like getting hurt. <laughs> Um, yeah, and embarrassing myself <laughs> in front of everybody else that like I've been invited to skate park so many times just as a kid I was just like I really don't want to go out and like bail 15 times and just like quit and like walk home with bruises and like not just like physical but like my ego you know kind of yeah. thing <laughs> yeah for sure but I didn't realize that like even in that space and we were talking about how like riders skateboarders they are creative people too and even like sometimes more so just because of how OCD and like very um, like the street is their canvas as you were saying yeah. um, but I didn't realize like there wasn't a whole lot of stuff going on um, in that scene like especially within the city yeah. was that something that you'd want to start as like a passion thing or even just to kind of get somebody else on board and 
it'd be cool if other people would do it. I mean, there's bike shops in the city that should be like promoting the sport. Like it would yeah. help them too. There's a whole lot of BMX drama in business mm-hmm. that like I'm not going to get into. There's some shops in the city that we don't like because of what they did to yeah. prevent small companies, small groups from putting on right uh, contests and events and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I've thought about putting on a jam. I have like a list of notes of like what it would take to put on a jam. Um, I might still do it. Yeah. Uh, it would just mean going to a couple of bike shops, getting some sponsors and getting like, you know, music, getting judges lined up, like getting the manpower to do it. Yeah. Um, it would be huge. It wouldn't be very difficult. Like I would have all the support in the world behind me. Like I've exactly. Been, I've been with RepSense since the beginning. That's all I really need. I have like the name behind me. Um, and I know everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm one of the older guys in the scene now, so like, mm-hmm. I think it'd be easy to get everyone out. Um, yeah, just a lot of work. If I can, if I think that I can handle it with my everyday life, then yeah, I'll put on a jam. Yeah, uh, yeah, get kids stoked. Always for the kids, just like get the next generation popping. Like for sure, get them seeing the older guys riding, seeing like what they can be, seeing like what tricks local guys are doing, and mm-hmm. yeah. keep it kind of going. You know. No, it's a really interesting, even just like, and I'm already thinking about it, like the creative, like photography, filmmaking side is like, you know, like it'd be cool to bring on people to kind of participate in that space and realize like that, you know, like what you're doing, treating BMX, they can get involved in that too and like build their creativity in that way, but also get involved and bring that community a little bit more alive because you've got tons of photographers, tons of creatives and not seeing a whole lot of opportunity, or at least not seeing a whole lot of opportunity in that way. Are you talking about like photographers should go yeah like you know hang out and like get involved and like get people motivated like you know like you're gonna get some sweet pictures out of your tricks so you know like go and try stuff it's tough (laughs) if you're uh if you're not cultured if you're not like a skater or bmxer and you like go and try to do it yeah it's just awkward really yeah yeah it's just yeah it's just culture clash it's not like anything negative or whatever it's just like you see the photo class coming up to the skate park and they're just like and then the skaters are like at the park, really? just, like, whatever, just like sweating and you know bleeding. It's <laughs> fucking trick, you know. And, like it's just, it's interesting. Hey, you guys, mind if we take pictures? Like, yeah, fuck, I don't care. Like, yeah, go ahead. And that, it, it's just different. Like, um, I'm used to it, and and I say all the time, like the best BMX photographers and skate photographers are skaters and BMXers. Like, they just you have to live in that space, right? Yeah, to yeah. really know. Yeah, and like I wouldn't be good at it if I didn't do it. Like I know, I know my friends. I know how bodies move. I know how close I can get. Like, yeah. there's a lot to it. If anyone was gonna want to try it, like get a longer lens and stay the fuck back at first. Because, yeah, like, yeah. yeah, a lot, You're gonna a get lot of bad things can happen. Yeah, I can see that. I've taken a bike to my fisheye lens before, which is an incredibly robust lens, by the way. That thing, that thing's still <laughs> kicking, right? Yeah, that's insane. I've dropped it too, like from a tripod height. It just like fell one time. Things might. <laughs> like the the gearhead in me is just like it's ex- exorbitantly like panicking. It's like holy shit! Like, did you ever see? I posted on my story a long time. Have we ever see footage? There's a there's footage of me like taking a photo of someone. He's like of a BMXer at the forks. Did you, did you see that? You I've know? seen a bunch of photos of you at the forks, like with the BMXers, but I don't know if I've seen this video. There's I, it was a friend posted it to his Instagram, and then I posted it to my story. Yeah. it's just like a photo of him doing a trick and me like getting the photo and like I think it's interesting for people who aren't familiar with like the scene just to like see how fucking close I get that's insane <laughs> yeah it, like freaks people out a little bit yeah it's fun 
but I can see why it would drive a lot of people like away from that kind of space. And, yeah, yeah. People, not, not want to get involved. Yeah, people I don't point know. out like how close and scary I am, and I just don't even acknowledge it. I just yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know, because I I guess it's just, to me, I feel like that's something that I would love to learn or, like, develop and pull into my own kind of stuff. Like, again, like, knowing how people's bodies move in that way, yeah. um, getting different angles and just keeping things fresh. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't know where to put it on my Instagram, to be honest with you. Like, yeah, my mind's like, what the fuck am I going to do with BMX photos? <laughs> right? Like, but... You could make a dark, moody BMX photo. I mean, you totally could. If you were going to do it, I would... It would be an architectural photo for sure. Your, your BMX would be very small, I think. Yeah, and, and like a large landscape kind of thing. Yeah. Everybody says that. It's like, you, you like the whole like small person, like big scene kind of thing. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I get that. I used to do that a lot. Yeah. Now I like my subjects big. BMX fisheye, I don't like shooting with any other lens anymore. Like just yeah. fisheye and I don't even look. You just... It's just, insane. Just know the lens. <laughs> that's sweet, though. Well, I guess it comes with time too, right? Like, and that's where, like, practice comes in. Yeah, and that's the lens that has the longest. Yeah, for every camera. So that's dope. <laughs> I want to talk about. I know you're big into this whole like Instagram copying the same photo <laughs> thing. Do you want to get into that? Because <laughs> um, there's such a thing as like influenced by, and, and let's not get into that word. First of all, inspired by, inspired by, yeah. and then there's like straight up like copying, and then versus straight up blatant. Exactly, copying. yeah. Uh, like, where do we start? Where do we start? <laughs> right, like because I I just got back from this from like my travel, and I'm trying to figure out how to shoot this city based on what I've learned. And then we were talking, and we we're walking. And just, I really don't shoot in this city, and I'm trying to figure out like how to make it interesting for me. I so think, I start looking at other people's stuff and I always just see the same shit. Yeah. I think you're in like one of the best positions to be in right now as far as like keeping things fresh because like you've just come from somewhere else. You see how life is somewhere. So when you come back and you see things here, like they mm -hmm. will stand out and anything that like just gets your attention um, a little bit is like probably unique to Winnipeg and mm -hmm. probably something that like is worth at least looking at or documenting or, yeah. or, or whatever. Um, it's a hard question. <laughs> it's like the whole uh, inspired by uh, versus like blatant like copying because I feel like at some point I always look at some photos and be like, I need to. I feel like I should go try that. Maybe that'll get me started. That's how I feel. That's how I see like going and doing the same thing that somebody else is like. I need to go and be that person. Yes. And understand where they're trained. Like again, like how they took that photo, or like their thought process as to why this was what they captured in that space. Yes, and I like that, and I respect that, and I think that is an important part of learning. Um, Lord knows, I did that. I wound up on like Josh Yoshigram is one of the biggest inspirations for me. Um, like I would not be on roofs if I hadn't seen him on roofs. Yeah, like, just point blank, like it wouldn't have happened. Um, I've definitely found myself in positions where I'm like, I got to a spot, and I'm like yes like i've seen this picture like this is where josh was like this is like wonder what like shutter speed he used like i've i've been there and like i've i've done it but i've never posted those photos and said like look at me look what i did yeah. hey does anyone want to buy a print like i've never been that guy like there's a moral line in there somewhere that i just can't do like i can't i can't cover a song and like 
say it was your song and yeah put out an album and like say the writer was me like i i would have to say like it's a cover by this person i would have to like acknowledge somehow Mm -hmm. both morally and legally i mean to a certain extent yeah um and there's a lot of people that will not have that moral line (laughs) right like they will go out and only want to take a photo because they saw a photo Mm -hmm. and that's the difference between like being a creative being a, a plagiarist um, which I've called people out in the past for because it's fucking yeah. bullshit. Yeah. Um, is yeah, if the thought came to your head and you thought to do it and it already already exists, like that's different. If you're mm-hmm. if you're creating something that already exists and you didn't know, or maybe it's a subconscious thing, like yeah, that's different. That's like that's fair game. But if you know somebody's that, like, done this before, if you're going out to take a picture because you saw that picture and you really want that picture. <sighs> name omitted. <laughs> Ooh. And, uh, then yeah like you should i think it takes a lot of a lot of balls to to credit your inspiration yeah and I, sure. I think that you should do it and I don't, again i don't think there's anything wrong with it but it happens um <laughs> it's part of the reason why i like to not shoot on the ground is because right. the city does it's not very big people like to shoot in the same areas a lot Mm-hmm. Um, there is a joke photo that I have in my phone that I talked about on the other podcast. Like, there's a long list of photographers that I like and respect that all took the same photo, and I just don't want to be in that yeah. crowd. Like, I just don't want to. When, when I see that photo now, when I saw another one the other day, another one popped up, a new no, one. I talked about photo. it. I talked about it with Kyle Ditter at his podcast. And another one popped up, and like when I see that photo, I'm like, ah, like why did you do this? You can do better. Um, but this particular person, and this is a photo at the Forks, it's just like, it's a nice composition. It's just like, if you walk by and you take the photo, I don't know why any of these people posted it. They're all like such creative people, but whatever. This person, I, I thought about it a little bit differently. Like this person is like, um, it was Christine. It's, I'm not saying anything negative. Uh, Christine, GYK26, she posted it. But she is like, like a tourism person. Yeah. Right? Like that is what she was doing. That's what she right. was marketing herself as. So like, it doesn't bother me in that sense it's not like she's saying like this is my idea kind of thing it's yeah it's not the same as like a painter or something that like like wanted to create something she was like really just like here's winnipeg again like here's my walk today that's her style that's fine um yeah it's that doesn't bother me it's it's (sighs) it's the plagiarism it's the people copying people who are doing something very specific right right like i'm going out there trying very hard to not be copied yeah so like when i'm copied intentional mm-hmm. like for sure <laughs> it's obvious yeah, yeah like that's Absolutely. it and that gets that gets under my skin yeah but it's gonna happen that's the world that there's, is true there's instagram pages dedicated to it i thought about making like a winnipeg one like winnipeg repeat because there's insta repeat there's a Fuck street cool. repeat street repeat is cool because it does it like in a classy way um insta repeat have you heard of it no it's a hilarious page they just post like they post like sliders of like people that take the same photo all the time. So like you got a Banff, there's like the photo at Banff, yeah. right? Like there's photos of like the canoe, like someone just going through a canoe with like the rows of trees or whatever. Yeah. Like there's just the bird in the hand. There's like all these. I have one of those. Right. Like, like everyone yeah. does. And they're all over Instagram and like yeah. there's parks all over Canada and the world that have it. Like everyone that's ever been to whatever park it is in, in Manitoba. Yeah, yeah. Has that photo. Bertilia. Um Street repeat does it in a different way because street obviously like it can't be super duplicated it's really hard to do the same shot because those are moments right 
Yeah, but you can have a similar thing. So like one that's in my head recently is three different walls, like just black and white walls, kind of look like like the pocket on your shirt, just like mm-hmm. black and white, high contrast, like yeah. almost like a maze, almost like like the things that spin, you get hypnotized. Okay, yeah. a wall that looks like that, and then someone walking by like wearing like a very similar pattern, right? So like it's just kind of oh, like a hilarious yeah, moment. Yeah. You kind of just like see their head. And there's like three different versions of that, and like they're all different walls or whatever, and they're all different, and so it's kind of cool that like the same thing happened in three different places. That's it's not cool. like it's the same wall. Right. And like, it's not like someone took a picture of person A on the wall mm-hmm. and then someone else saw the photo and waited for that person to get off work wearing the same fucking shirt again, the same <laughs> wall, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, another example I've used recently for like the, the plagiarism thing is, um, like, say you're just a small portrait shooter in Winnipeg, whatever. You shoot for fun. You shoot for um, what's it called? Trade for print. T T F T F P. I think so. Um, it's been a while. <laughs> I am so out of touch. This is why I'm like also trade for print, trade yeah. for portfolio. You're just like you're a small portrait photographer, whatever. Um, and then say like Brandon Wolfel comes and like shoots like gets in touch with one of your models like saw your saw your shoot with one of your models yeah that you did for fun for free he sees it gets in touch with that model wants to take their picture at the same spot yeah wearing the same outfit or whatever like why mm-hmm. that person like brandon's gonna get all this recognition people are gonna see his photos and and that shit like, yeah that's the type of stuff that i hate i see it's it. everywhere it's in music it's in fashion like it's in all types of art everywhere yeah. That's what's grinding my ears lately. Totally. No, I get it. <laughs> it's like, because you can see these people are very creative, like, on their own right. But I find that people see something and then just don't move past the repetition, you know? Yeah. And, like, I think that's what I'm trying to figure out is, like, why? Like, everybody's so damn creative when you just let go of these, like, what's trending or what's, like, commonly being seen. And, like, yeah. figure out a way to put your own twist into it. Yeah, be different. Do some post for you. Don't post for. I don't know. I guess you. I guess you want to post for other people if you're trying to market, but I don't know. It's just not my thing. I can't post for other people. The thought of it like makes me sick. <laughs> yeah, that's a good. That's a good way to do it. Like even like the stuff that I've been posting recently, like for my travels. Like I've kept it on my stories mostly, but I'm just like, oh no, no, these are getting a lot of likes, but. Travel, travel photos are tough because there's not like a sense of familiarity for them. Mm-hmm. People aren't like sitting down with your Instagram to just like sit down and hang out with your Instagram. Yeah. People are like sitting down and scrolling for a second, right? So, mm-hmm. so they're not going to like get those travel photos. Yeah. Right? For sure. 60. Double full frame. Yeah. A baller. It's not mine. <laughs> <laughs> I've had several cameras go through in this space just to like do two camera setups. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's like I've had two Sony's like 6300 and like John 6000, that's 6D. I want to get my own, but getting a second camera. I feel like seeing a second camera for a wedding makes a lot of sense, but. Yeah. I, I have two. Yeah. Like just because I had to do a wedding last year, I got a second one. I had a Canon. Mm hmm. As like it was my old camera that I kept as a backup camera, but I realized I can sell this thing and get another one of these, and have all my lenses work. Exactly. Like, doing that, I think I made money off the switch. Like it was nice, smart move. Yeah, it's a good move. And like you're more familiar with, then it doesn't like have that weird switch between like systems. Yeah, yeah, which was a nightmare. Yeah, did it for I my cousin's imagine. wedding, 
yeah, just not used to the Canon for one and it being different from the Sony, like mm-hmm. nightmare. I shot for like 10 or 15 minutes with my hood crooked. I didn't even notice on my Canon. Oh no. So I had to like crop in a bunch of photos. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> I can see why that, I can see why you're so stressed about these little things. <laughs> you don't think of that. You don't think of like no, no. When do you ever think of your lens hood being crooked? And I'm like looking at the moment. I'm looking at the people. I don't like. I don't notice like the weird, awful vignette that's happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's hilarious. I'll have to keep all these tips in mind as I go through the first wedding that I'm going to shoot. Don't think too much. All right, I'll, 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 I'll let the creative, uh, the creative energy just kind of flow through. Don't let me scare you, but like, fuck, I'm worried for you. (laughs) (laughs) I want to love it. Like a lot, I I get a lot of people, I guess photographers that, but you know, you get into weddings because it's it's a high paying thing and that's a good way to make money. But they come to hate it just because of like the stress or like they're just not into the wedding or I don't know, like I, I want to see like how that would work out for me. Like whether I actually start like. Uh, like, I hate the shit. Like, I don't want to shoot weddings ever again. Like, because there's just something about it. And because I love portraits, like, it's super fun for me, but I haven't figured out, like, whether I'm going to like it or not. Or even just, like, making videos. Like, I like making videos, but. I feel like portraits are talking to people in general, like, you should be fine. Yeah. Um, it's, like, it's such a happy day. I haven't had any bridezillas yet. Um, I've had, like, very good couples, very happy people. Um, I've had one really hot day where, like, bride's face started falling off while we were taking photos and like i'm not sure how much she loved them yeah but um yeah i feel like talking to people it's fine yeah um be on top of your gear charge your batteries make sure you don't run out of batteries and memory or anything like that like obvious things yeah man it's so tough because you're on your toes all day yeah yeah. find coffee man i don't know if you're like i am with coffee but like i need it i was drinking coffee all day and i still like felt gas yeah interesting yeah it'll be cool it'll it'll be fun for sure and just like to me it'll be interesting like i don't know um maybe i have a i'm very lucky with like this mindset of just like i just want to try stuff and like learn and see what happens from it and like the whole failure thing comes way later but if i'm just like sitting in my space i do start thinking about that i'm like oh but like what if this sucks like what if they hate my phone i have to get out of that mindset it's yeah it's it's lucky they picked you yeah you, you have to start looking for the right things to focus on, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. <laughs> what is an advice you would give to someone who wants to start doing what you do? Do it. Go and do it. Go push the button. Even like, I, half the time when I go out, I don't know what I'm doing. I literally will go out and I'll just like, yeah, I'll take a picture of that or whatever. Just look at the picture maybe. Like just, it's kind of cool actually. Got slow shutter, got some streaks. I kind of like that. Maybe I'll shoot like that today. <laughs> but like, like actually, that's kind of kind of what I do. Like you got to get yourself into a groove. Like uh, I want to be warmed up. I want to be ready by the time like I do like get a moment. So like I want to make sure that like my I have my muscle memory like intact and ready to go. Like just go do it. Go do it. Like we were just talking about. Like get to that spot and take the same photo as that someone else took before. Don't claim it as your own. But uh, but do that. Like, see what other people have done. Familiarize yourself with things. Just, like, not one way to shoot street. I can probably list off, like, ten different styles, like, off the top of my head. Like, a ways to shoot street. So just pick whatever one you want and do it. Hit the button. That's awesome, yeah. Yeah. When you said, like, I don't really know what I'm doing kind of thing, like, that that really clicked with me. (laughs) Because, like, I don't know. Like, I look at your stuff as, like, there's clearly a lot of thought into this. But at the same time, it 
maybe there wasn't. Yeah. And it's very reassuring. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah, you just, I want to go out and get a good photo today. Like, mm-hmm. the street, like, you don't know what you're going to get. Like, you can go out. Like, I thought about looking for primaries for a few minutes, but, like, it's not nothing. I can't. If I went out just looking for primaries, like, I, I would get nothing. Yeah. So just, yeah, keep hitting the button. Stay stay loose. Stay warm. It's important for me anyway. Muscle yeah. memory. <laughs> no that makes like I don't make sense uh, the first time I hold the camera it's like cold and like I just don't know like I f- finagle with the buttons a lot more and yeah. eventually do get into like oh I'm gonna switch into aperture priority or like I'm gonna switch it to video and it's like the, the first few minutes that we were together I was fumbling yeah. so I totally get it yeah yeah I, I take test shots all the time every now and then I'll take a good test shot like the best shot of the day or something and yeah. I'm sure I posted a couple of test shots but yeah that's cool just pointing your camera at people too is, is something that I do a lot um, like I'll do like the walking by someone walking by like I'll just take a picture of them just to like have that feeling get just to get over that like get out of the comfort zone you know like am I invisible yes okay he didn't see me I'll be able to do that again okay cool yeah, just do it nice <laughs> i like it i like it no it's uh it's good i that's how i kind of got over like talking to people is just to kind of really put yourself like you know go into a starbucks and like ask for coffee it was just like a very <laughs> a very simple thing but and then you kind of just build yourself up yeah. and realize like oh, it wasn't so bad the first time and then you, you take it the next step to like ask like have a conversation with them or whatever and then yeah, yeah that's cool when are you the happiest <sighs> new roofs <laughs> yeah right now yeah getting a new one because josh has done so many tony's done so many uh tony's done some that i'll never ever do because of how he goes about it um so there's not many left that are high and like i'm even interested in mm-hmm. so getting those i'll figure this one out for you buddy what i'll, I'll figure i'll figure <laughs> this building out for you and uh, we'll get up here doesn't have to be a high building. Yeah, just roofs. Some of the best buildings are like nine or ten floors. Yeah, um, yeah, just depends what you can see. What is it about roofs? Like, I'm trying to figure out the f- the fixation. Besides, like, never seen it before. It's not that it's a roof. It's just it's somewhere that you can go that no one sees. Right. How many people have been on this roof? Very good point. How many people have been on the sidewalk outside this building? Like, I the see. The difference in that number is insane. Anyone can walk by and take a picture. Right. It's like if you got on that roof, you fucking worked for it. <laughs> yeah I like it that's it how do you get through self-doubt um do I <laughs> right <laughs> uh yeah with my brain man I'm constantly back and forth I just don't think I can hold on to a thought long enough to, <laughs> to have it bother me like, honestly <laughs> um yeah interesting yeah with, with photography uh I don't think I have too much doubt. I'm pretty self-aware. Yeah? I think I know what I'm doing most of the time. Nice. Maybe I just... Yeah, I don't know. I don't experience self-doubt a lot. (laughs) Um, What distracts you? Anything. Yeah. (laughs) Like, like anything. My brain just jumps a lot. Yeah. Anything distracts me. Um, Yeah, sitting at home. Nintendo Switch. Nintendo Switch, 100%. That's distracting me right now. I'm trying to find all the Korok seeds oh for Zelda. God. Trying to 100% Zelda. Man. Oh, that's <laughs> so distracting. That's intense. <laughs> Anything can distract me. I go through phases. So, like, 
I'll ride BMX for like two weeks and then not ride it for two months. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Anything. It's not a whole lot that I do in my life. Nice. I just get caught up at home. My phone. Yeah. Phone fucking distracts me. Very distracting, right? Uh, yeah. Getting it down like four hours of screen time is like a blessing. I'm like, yes, I did things <laughs> this, this week. <laughs> screen time is hard when either you're marketing on Instagram or like literally your business is online. Yeah. So I can see why it yeah. can be either distracting, but sometimes you can call it productive. So it's, it's, you got to figure out what you're up to. Yeah. For me, it's not productive. I just like prank videos. And... <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. Yeah. Those are the good old days. Still are. Yeah. Some good. Ed Bassmaster. Oh, yeah, this is so funny. I'm so into that guy lately. <laughs> I want to go check it out. Um, simplest advice that's most important to follow. Be you. Be you. <laughs> Most corniest cliche quote ever. Like, be yourself. Everyone else is taking. Like, yeah. Yeah. Do you. No one else is doing you. I like that. I'm, that's what I'm trying to push is like the uniqueness of whatever you're, like, how you're thinking is going to show, assuming you're not, like, you know, going copying people, like, to the letter. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, what universal skill is important for creatives to learn? Hmm. Patience. Yeah, just get through the slumps, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Know that you're not going to be creative all the time. Like, it, it comes and goes. If it was there all the time, it wouldn't be as precious as it is. Like, if, yeah, if you could just go to make a perfect photo every single time, like, just without effort, like, what would be the fun in that? Yeah, take your time. Good ideas will come to you. Like that's really Rome wasn't built in a day yeah. <laughs> I've been on roofs like over and over and over but like sometimes it takes five times before I realize like it'd be a good shot if the sun was here so like then I'll plan a shot for like six months from now yeah have an alarm set in my phone and <laughs> yeah. that's really cool that's where I'm at now nice yeah I like this whole planning phase like I didn't realize like starting to really see the whole and that's probably something I'm going to start doing just for the city because yeah. like traveling was easy because I can just walk around and like everything's new yeah which is so nice. Yeah. And here it's just like, all right, maybe I can f- work with the time. And uh, yeah. Yeah. We just passed solstice. So, like, right now, <laughs> like, that 6 to 8 a.m. right now is like unlike yeah. any other. Yeah. It's so precious. Mm-hmm. For sure. Uh, what one thing should people read, watch, or listen before going to bed tonight? <laughs> <laughs> this. This. 100% this, but, but they won't know. Oh, you're right. <laughs> Uh, for talking about street photography, yeah, um, watch Bruce Gilden on on YouTube. He's got a couple just to see his to see what I'm talking about when I say that I like knowing what went into a photo. Just <laughs> <laughs> you'll see if you watch it, you find that video. You'll see him do that. You'll know exactly what I was talking about. Yeah, um, but he's a fun one to watch. Yeah, I'll go like I'll go take a look. It's yeah, it's it, I don't know. Like the process to me is way way more interesting like yeah. the behind the scenes i find that's what i'm trying to get more into like with our 2m pages like the actual process like i'm probably just going to get a photo of you like sitting in here it's like this is what's going on today is literally <laughs> like the podcast yeah um and uh where can people find and support you instagram that's it yeah i'm not even a real person in real life i'm on instagram or if you walk like downtown <clears throat> or in the exchange or like west broadway or on sunset you just look up somewhere 
might see like my arm hanging off the roof or you might see me peeking, but like that's where you can find me. Um, yeah. <laughs> I love okay, it. How can you support me? DM me on Instagram and be like, yo, I want a print of this and I want it like as big as you can possibly make it. That'd be a great way to support me. Just the idea of like having my photos up in someone's home is like the best shit. Isn't it? It's so cool. I want to get, no, I don't, I want, I want to get my stuff printed. Like That's the great. ones that I've been posting on my stories, like I want to get some of that, like for yeah, yeah. like physical copies. Yeah. That type of stuff would be nice. Like just yeah, hitting up like restaurants too. I feel like restaurants is something that a lot of people sleep on that. Like we could just be like that type of stuff. You can just go and be like, Hey, like are you interested in this? Like you have a trench coat. <laughs> <laughs> I got photos. Like, what do you need? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tipsy cow. <laughs> they wanted like photos for inside, like just of, city yeah and i heard i learned because i know a guy that works there that the owner just like took a cell phone went out and took some and blew him up he's got like 16 <laughs> like of cell phone shots all over the restaurant it looks good like yeah yeah that's hilarious it would look better if it was me or you sure but like looks these restaurants <laughs> sleep yeah people sleep in restaurants yeah and it's yeah it's good aesthetic too so it's cool yeah. to be inside and outside at the same time yeah, I think that's uh, that's my next uh, like bucket list thing is to, like to see my own stuff like physically in like somebody else's place and like ever printed anything? No, got prints. Oh, you have to print. I know. It's I such know. A different thing. It's like it's different, and I don't get it. Like they they got it in darkroom days, sure, but like just seeing your stuff is like ah, it's so much better. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. I want to like for sure. I'm trying to figure like I don't know. Like, maybe I'm just trying to think like what would sell versus like what I actually want to see like physically. I would suggest just like. Even waiting until like lab works or dawns or something as a sale on like Prince. on four by six, even just to like get your four by four by sixes printed, get like a hundred of them done or something, just to like see your stuff, it'll change you for sure. It'll change like the way you edit, it'll change, it'll change everything. Um, I've reprinted photos before because like I couldn't stand how I edit. it looks going on Instagram, like yeah. it looks fucking horrible in print. So, like, that's a whole interesting thing to learn. Which nice, are you gonna? For your wedding, are you giving any prints or all digital? Um, we're going to be doing like a little album of like 25-ish photos yeah. of like the best photos that we think. Cute. Yeah, so. So it won't be too bad. Something to, something to do differently from the wedding scene, I think. Good. You'll see prints then. Yeah. You'll, I'll, I'll see my prints and they're like, fuck, these suck. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if yeah. they'll be like, hmm, I need to go back and re-edit these just because like I know what that first time printing is like. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like I've seen John's prints and I was like, holy shit, like these are nice and like I could see what I would actually feel when I see them physically. I just think like this physical photo is really cool, especially like now that it's digital. So, and I think that's why I like the idea of film, but yeah. I'm too, too lazy to deal with film. <laughs> yeah. yeah, even digitalizing film is still cool. Yeah, like I scan my own stuff, so I still feel like I'm living in the 1400s or whatever because <laughs> I'm scanning it. You know, I'm yeah. not I'm not paying someone to do it. Yeah. <laughs> You're, you're literally doing it. <laughs> I'm doing it's with my hands. Yeah. People don't work with their hands in, in the <laughs> 1900s. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Thanks so much for doing this, man. I really appreciate it. Always a good time. If you like this episode, it would mean a lot if you could follow us on Spotify and leave a rating on iTunes. Also, share this episode with some of your homies. Word of mouth is super awesome.